Hi, and welcome to episode 85. We've talked a lot about decisions in this podcast, but now we're going to get into hard decisions. Do they really have to be as hard as we make them out to be? So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F L O D E S K.com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. Hard decisions. That's how we define it, how we feel at the moment, what's really involved, and how much weight are we putting it? Are we doing a, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Looking too far ahead Sometimes we get so wrapped up in what we fear of happening, or what if it's a mistake? Can I unwind it? Then we think about the nuts and bolts of the decision. How did we get to the point of having to make this decision? Sometimes the decision is thrust upon us. No one likes those, I could tell you. Those decisions made under duress. Never a good place to be. If you can avoid a decision under duress, I highly suggest it. That means, yes, I know I don't like planning, but planning ahead. In a sense, keeping your options open. Being aware of your surroundings. Being aware of what's upcoming and what's happening. Sure, I talk about how I don't like to over plan too much because plans change. That's just how it is. But you need to be aware of what's coming up, what's locked in that you might need to change or unlock so that you are not making decisions under duress. What I really want to talk about is when we have to make tough decisions that we really struggle with pulling the trigger, as they say, because we are emotionally involved. We're worried about the circumstances. What if I can't undo it? What if I need to take it back? Is it more difficult to fix if I make the wrong decisions than if I just wait it out? It's interesting. I've, I've watched relationships, like personal relationships. I don't know if you've ever seen these relationships, but they remind me of the circumstance where I don't really want to be alone, but I don't really want to be with you either. And so... I'm just going to make the time with you miserable for you, but then at least I'm still with someone. And I also don't want to be the one breaking up because I don't really like that whole conversation. I don't like conflict. I just don't like the whole thing. So 
I just make it miserable enough for you, eventually you'll get sick of me and break up with me and then I get what I want in the end. I don't really care how long it stretches out as long as I don't have to be the one who deals with the conflict. Do any of you know this relationship? Have you been in this relationship? Are you one of the people that have been in this relationship? We know these roles, right? I don't want the conflict. I don't want to deal with the situation. I want to avoid it. I just, I don't want to have to be the one who makes the decision. Well, the reality is we're the leaders. So we are the ones who have to make that decision. We can gather as much information as we want. If you have every single fact in front of you that tells you, yes, you need to move forward with making this decision, but your fear of making the decision, being the one being responsible for the decision, the possible outcomes that don't turn out of what you think will be, what you're hoping they will be about this decision, and then you stall. Stalling is the worst thing you can do because that, you stall long enough, you end up in making a bad decision. You're under duress again because then you're in a panic, oh, now I have to make the decision. And that's where it comes back to decisions and options. Because when you're under duress, you're not even at choices anymore. You're basically, that's it. Decision is made for you, basically. That is the worst place to be. So if you look at what needs to be done, what decision needs to be made, you can hem and haul all day long, but at some point a decision needs to be made. And wouldn't you rather make a decision when you have options, when you can adapt as necessary, than having to make a decision where you feel locked in, where you feel blocked, where you feel like this is it, you don't have any choice, and the choice is taken from you. Often we do that. We, we hem, we haul, we stall, we, we just avoid making these big decisions. We avoid the conflict. We, we get wrapped in, in the fear of it all. And this is where the indecisiveness comes in. And even highly decisive people can fall into this. But you have to look at the whole picture. And when we look at the whole picture and take out any fear and take out any made-up stories or fears of other people or the fact that we feel we can't fix this or, or adapt afterwards, we take all that stuff out. And we just look at it as it is. And you look at it from both sides of the coin. Flip it over. Look at it. Look at both sides. And it comes down to, you know, I need to get rid of this. Oh, we should keep it. What if it's about having to close your physical business and work from home? These are big decisions. They really are. We get attached to the way things are. We don't want them to change. We feel... Like if we change this, we can't go back. We can't fix it. Often, once you've made the decision, nine times out of 10, it feels so much better. That weight is lifted off you. But that weight can take you down. You need to look at this differently. Let's walk this through together. You have a big decision in front of you. Let's say it's to totally change your business. You have to do a massive pivot. 
I'll use the example moving from a physical store to virtual. You haven't used online before. Not really. Some social media and stuff, but not a real online shop. Managing that, taking photos of everything. You start thinking of all the stuff that has to be done. And you're like, oh, I just can't do it. I don't know what I'm going to do. But you love your shop. You love what you do. You love to engage with people. So you get caught up in that, oh, if I close the store, I love engaging and helping people one-on-one. So you get caught up in that story. Your emotions start to take over. Even though the decision is there in front of you, it's deciding what's the best thing really to do right now. You have to start looking at what are your options. You have enough time to make this decision. You're not under duress to take it out of the store and online. Can you start moving it slowly over? How can you engage with your people differently that they would like? You start thinking about how the change can allow you to do more things. Can you do some virtual help that you can do before with people that live outside your town, live in another country? Can you engage with them differently? How are you going to do this differently, but better? It's a really hard decision to make. If the decision has come up, it means it's something that you really need to look at very closely. And so take time. If you need to write down one side of the coin, stay in the shop. The other side of the coin, leave the shop. Now, it may be circumstances that you do have to leave the shop, but still, you're in a position right now in this scenario that I've created that you have time to make the final decision. You're not having to leave immediately. But you see down the road, it's probably coming. Look at what benefits you have. What happens when the store closes? Then what are you going to do? Do you have time now to start? What could it look like online? Start looking at how this decision will affect you. How do you feel about it? If you have lots of time to make this decision, decision and adjust as you're doing it. Doesn't that change things? Letting go of your retail, physical space store where you talk to clients face-to-face is hard. If that's what you've always done and you're used to, right there, when you put, this is what I've always done. This is how I've always done it. I'm used to it this way. This is how I like it. This is my process and system. It's set up for this. That's where you're going to get caught up in the story. Now, if we pull out of the scenario and we talk a little bit more about you, are you getting involved in a story? This is how I've always done it. This is what I'm used to. This is what I enjoy about how it's done now. And you're unwilling to adjust, to flip that coin. Then what happens? Decisions are thrust upon you. But if you begin to look at, I've always done it this way, but before that, I did it another way. I wasn't always good at how I do it now, but I am now very good at it. Doesn't that mean that you can adjust and do it differently? It does. So when you look at these hard decisions, you have to dive deep. That's why they're called hard or difficult decisions, right? Because... You have got to dive deep into them. You have to look at all aspects. Are you a person that is decisive? 
You start gathering, start gathering, start gathering the information. You maybe aren't physically gathering it. It's not notes or specifically outlined in your head, but there's something about it that's percolating in the back of your mind. And that there is a trigger point. There's a point where the clarity and what you've been collecting in your mind in the background comes to a clarified decision. It may not be an external process that you're showing other people, but it is a internal decision process that's happening. And so sometimes it startles outside people because you're very indecisive, but you may have taken months to come to this decision, sometimes without you even realizing it. But you just know when the clarity comes to make the decision. It's not under duress. It's that, you know what? These eggs aren't fitting in this basket anymore. That's just the way it is. We need a bigger basket. You know, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, things have changed. Time to change. Done. Decision made. Or are you one of the people, and you may be all of these things, I'm going to say. Are you a person who researches investigates all of the aspects of both sides of this decision but you do it very quickly so you gather all the information you're able to analyze it very clearly you have it laid out fact to fact and that's it and that's how you make your decision and it's done and because you have all the facts that makes you very certain it makes you feel very secure you've analyzed what the other options are done If you can do that, that's great because then you also add in your options in there. It it makes you feel better about the decision. Okay, my options are this if this doesn't work out. It is a good idea to always have those options out there. Say, okay, what are my options if for some reason I need to implement something similar to what I just got rid of? What is it that I need? That will help determine where that decision goes. Are you someone who gets the immediate gut feeling. You know, this isn't working anymore, I'm done. Or, you know what, this is great, let's keep it moving forward. Yes, I'm in. Are you someone who makes a decision, gets so close to pushing the button, pulling the trigger, and then you back off and go, nope, 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 that, that's not the decision I want, I'm not quite ready. And then you pull up so close to the decision again, you yank back really quick. Nope. And you do this back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then you're under duress and that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. Or are you a person who makes a decision? I've made my decision. That's it. And then I think I've talked about this recently where you research whether or not it was a good decision for the next six months. Think about which one you felt the best about the decisions you made. In fact, what I'm going to say here is think about the time challenging decisions that you feel like you did a good job in the decision making and what that felt like. I'm sure at some point you've had those times. Even if you call yourself indecisive and you do back and forth and back and forth or regret your decisions, my guess is there have been times in your life where you've been very quick to pull the trigger and been happy with that choice. So think about those times and look at them, especially if you are defining yourself as indecisive, a bad decision maker. Because my guess is, generally right on these by the way, is that you have decisions, good decisions, 
clean decisions in your past that you can look back on and see, okay, I have an example of my own, of me. I always find it more helpful to look at my own process than compare myself to others. And if I can look at the way I've done things well in the past, then I can adapt it, make it better when I look at how other people done it. Okay, this is how I did it. This worked for me. This might be another way I could do it. If we look at what we have done as good decision makers, maybe not all the time, maybe not as a rule, but there have got to be some decisions in your past that you've made that are good, that you feel good about. We want to look at those. And when you look at those decisions, look at what upcoming decisions you may have to make. Look at, do you have decisions that may need to be made in the next six months and the next three months? in the next month. Can you get ahead of them before you're under duress, before it's flipping the emotional switch? I want an option. If I don't make the decision right now, will I have an option afterwards? I like that. Personally, I like that better. Is there a way that can happen? Or are there other options you can come up with? Find options so that when you make the decision, you may not need them. But knowing you have options allows for freedom in making a decision. And freedom is so powerful in every aspect of our lives. And giving up any type of freedom puts you in a very bad position. So when you're making a decision, you want to give yourself as much freedom as possible. You want to look at all the aspects. Don't overdo it. Don't go crazy with it. Be very clear. And look at these decisions and what options you have within them. Once the decision is made, what are your options? And be very real and very clear about it. And then you'll start to see, okay, okay, this decision is not life or death. If I change my mind or if I want to do something similar, I have all these other options. Once you do that, there's a freedom in it and allows you to take a breath. Yes, we live with many challenging, difficult decisions in our lives, more often than we would like to admit. I know more than I'd like to admit. But you don't want to put yourself in a position, if you can help it, of making decisions because you have to. You feel you have no choice or you may have no choice. Create options. Look at the scenario and give yourself the freedom Look ahead. When are these big decisions coming? Most of the time you have a pretty good idea how far out they are. Start looking ahead, outlining what those decisions will be. Get yourself comfortable in that decision making. Get yourself comfortable with what that answer will be. And when you do that, you are in freedom. Yes, some decisions are very hard and they're very painful to make. And your emotions can get in there and muddle stuff up. But if you allow fear, sadness, grief to make all your decisions, where are you going to end up? Nowhere good. So if you can get past that, and part of that is looking ahead the best that you can. And some decisions are thrust upon you. You weren't the one who got to make them. And that's difficult as well. 
But again, if you can look at options as soon as you possibly can, as clear as you can, giving yourself the freedom to work through that decision, it will be much easier on you and you will make decisions that you feel much better about. Life is a mix of good and bad, fun and pain, fear. But if we get past that, if you can build freedom in, think about, I need the freedom to make this decision. I'm creating the freedom to make this decision. How do I create freedom to make this decision? How do I make this decision feel like I have freedom of choice? Where are the options in here? What amazing options do I have from this decision? Sometimes what we struggle and struggle and struggle with is about clarifying where we really need to be. And that is part of the decision process. Creating your options is not going to be immediate and clear all the time. And be okay with that. Get into a practice. If you start getting into a practice of asking those questions, okay, what amazing options do I have? If this doesn't work out and I need to do something similar, or what are my options if when this decision is made? What can I do instead? Where am I going? Then that's going to open it up. And instead of saying, you know what, I'm done. No, that's it forever. You say no to this, but I do have options to say yes to these other things. So remember, freedom, options, be kind to yourself. Don't let fear rule you. And challenging more difficult decisions will begin to be less painful, a bit easier, and feel so much better in the end. So get into a practice. Get a system. The more you work on how to make decisions better for yourself and giving yourself more freedom, the freer you will feel. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.